Hello and welcome to Homework, the podcast by and for people who work from home. This is number 255, your holiday shopping list with Harry Marks and me, Dave Kalo. Hey, Harry. Hey, Dave. Harry, this is kind of a fun episode. We're, we're just talking about fun stuff you can buy for your work at home loved ones, which is probably everyone you know, or even yourself if you've been a very good boy or girl this year. Because this is a material world and I am a material girl. Oh, that's right. When you wear that pink dress and sing the song on the staircase, it's just so enticing. That's right. So Harry and I went all out and we picked uh, several tiers of gifts that you might want to buy or give something. And everything here is uh, useful and definitely has a place in your work environment. We went with, what were the tiers, Harry? I, I went from stocking stuffer and then, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more expensive, you know, like 50 to $75 range. And then I did like a $100, $200 range, um, a three to $400 range, and then a like grail gift item. Oh, sort of the doves descend from the sky. Exactly. The sunbeam. Well, it's going to be fun. Uh, getting close to the holidays is just going to be a fun list. But really, if you are shopping, uh, either for yourself or someone who works at home, uh, here are some things you can buy to make their work day better. Harry, do you want to kick it off? Well, I think we should kick it off with our tools of the week first. Oh, my God. I'm jumping the gun. See, I'm so excited to open my presents on Christmas morning. <laughs> uh well, it happens. Please, what is your tool of the week? My tool of the week is a little project by Brett Terpstra. Uh, who, oh, Brett. Yep, I love what Brett does. He does. He creates some incredible tools. Marked, which is something I use as a markdown previewer. But anyway, that's not my tool of the week. My tool of the week is called Bunch. And Bunch is a launcher that lives either in your dock or your menu bar or both. And what it does is if you are someone who has looked at Keyboard Maestro and Better Touch Tool and thought, that is way too much for me, mm-hmm, Bunch, mm-hmm. Bunch might be right up your alley. And what it does is you feed it a text file with a bunch of different a bunch haha, of different things listed in it. And you can launch anything, apps, Apple scripts, websites, um, I, all sorts of different permissions. You can turn features on and off, like Do Not Disturb. And so you load it into these text files with a dot bunch ending, and then you go up into your menu bar, or you go into your dock, and you launch that bunch. And what it does is it opens all of those things or shuts off all of those things, closes all of them when you're done, and it saves you the time and hassle of having to do it yourself. And so you might be thinking, when would I use something like this? Well, mm-hmm. for example, if you're a podcaster and the first things you do are you launch Skype, you launch uh, do not disturb. You launch a certain mm-hmm. website like your Google Doc. You might have Notion open for notes. It does all of you can do all of that. Put all of those things in there, and then when you're done podcasting, you turn off the bunch and it closes everything back down again. And oh my gosh, that is so nice! And what's amazing, it's donationware, so it's technically free, but you should give him a few bucks because he puts a lot of great work into it. And I heard mm-hmm. Merlin Mann recommend this on. I want to say Mac power users or oh, no, it was the automators podcast. Um, and he said, it feels like Brett Terpster creates these things because he had a need he needed to fulfill. And so it's, he sort of adds to it as he finds new things he wants to put, put in it. And so it's, it's gotten quite a bit of functionality now and it uses different syntax to, um, to, to launch the different things. So if you do uh, dash space XX next to, um, or on a new on its own line, it will close all of the windows of the app preceding it. Or if you append it with file and then um, something, it will open a file in the preceding app. And so the, there's a whole list of nomenclature and uh, 
all the syntax you need to, to do this the right way on the website. And I'll put the link in the show notes. It's at brettterpster.com. But it really is a handy little tool that costs you nothing. It should You should donate a couple of bucks to him because he does put a lot of work into all of the stuff he does. And he does really mm-hmm. phenomenal work. So that's Bunch. That is very, very cool. I can tell you a very quick Brett story. Years ago when I was at AOL, Brett was on our team. And we used uh, Blocksmith was the wow. CMS behind uh, the unofficial Apple web blog. And eventually, um, Brett got pulled into the Blocksmith team because, of course, and we'd <laughs> be just going about our work day. We all used to hang out in IRC. That's how long ago this was, uh, folks. And we'd be chatting and working and doing everything that we were doing. And someone would say, boy, I wish I had a utility that did this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be cool. Too bad it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's a bummer. And then the next morning, we'd log in and Brett would casually say, oh, I made that thing you said yesterday. <laughs> and he made it and it would fairy. work. And that happened all the time. That's so, so, yes, funny. Brett is very, very smart and um, definitely deserves your money because he's also very, very generous uh, with his time and talent. So go and check out Bunch. I'm going to do it as soon as we're done recording. Yep. It's a really cool tool. And there's other stuff on his website that he he put links to that I've never even heard about. But every time I see them, I'm like, oh, I, that's another thing I need to try. Oh, that's another yeah. thing I need to try. What I'm really waiting for is NV Ultra, which is the NV Alt. NV Alt was a, a markdown note mm-hmm. component composer basically it was basically mm-hmm. drafts before drafts existed and so there's a new version coming out that looks like it's going to be really slick and wonderful and i'm just waiting for them to launch that so that that's what i'm hoping for yep it's going to be great lots of exciting stuff <laughs> my tool is so absurd in comparison <laughs> that uh i am red of face listeners i went out <laughs> bring in the shame bell here we go. You know the yeah, shame. You know the Yeti coolers everyone's walking around with. I have a Yeti mug that I that is the only thing I will drink my coffee out of. I bought the little one that you can like unscrew the top and stick a can in it and then screw it back up again. Like a koozie? Yeah, it's called the Colster Can Insulator. I'll put the little link right up oh, in yaw. So if you have a can of whatever at your desk. You can buy this. They call it ridiculously um, over-designed, and it absolutely is. But it fits like a how, – how big is this? It fits a 12-ounce can absolutely perfectly and keeps everything in it icy cold from the first sip to the very last one. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. This is a silly, goofy thing. I'll tell you the honest truth. I, I had to repair the sink, and I needed one screw. And so I went to the hardware store and the screw I needed was 97 cents. And I felt like such a stunad putting 97 cents on the debit card <laughs> that I felt compelled to buy something. And so this was yep. sitting right there at the counter. And I said, oh, I'll buy that little can thing. And I did. And then I used it the other night and I fell in love with it. And it's kind of unobtrusive and, you know, not obnoxious, ugly. And it just sits on my desk and I put my icy cold cans in it. Yeah, it's so it's, it's a fun treat. It's funny. My my sister-in-law gave me a Yeti mug for Christmas one year and I was like, oh, that's ah. nice. And I hadn't I, I hadn't really been using it because I was commuting in and out of the city. I, I didn't want to schlep it with me. So I left it mm-hmm. in the house. And then when COVID started and the lockdown happened, I started using it. And I noticed right away, like, wow, my coffee is hot an hour yeah. and a half after I brew it. 
And that was incredible to me. And so it's the literally the only thing I will drink my coffee out of. I couldn't find it the other day, and I just didn't have coffee. I cannot <laughs> bring myself to drink it out of anything else because it's such a fantastic mug. You said, no, forget it. I did. I was like, I, I can't drink it out of a regular mug anymore because it just it goes cold so fast. And I, I like to take my time with it. And yeah. the, the Yeti mug really lets me do that. Yeti makes some phenomenal stuff. They really do. It is uh, on the pricey side. You can yeah. buy a much less expensive water bottle essentially but um it does what it says on the tin it literally keeps your stuff hot and cold i've had tea in there on campouts where it's you know in the 30s and i'll open the lid and steam comes out and yeah. i'm just astounded that that worked so well so it's a little goofy thing but if you ever or find yourself in a situation where you gotta pay 97 cents for a screw and you don't want to be embarrassed um throw one of these in the in your yeah. basket <laughs> So this podcast brought to you by Yeti. No, Yeti sponsor. <laughs> Maybe it could. Be. <laughs> Yeti, call us. That's right. Uh, so yes, let's kick off the first round of our holiday mm. gift guide. Um, mine's pretty simple. It's and I, I think if you're someone who is expecting maybe a new iPhone or perhaps Ooh. new AirPods or you know any kind of iOS device, a new iPad Air or even a new Mac. You want to load it up with stuff, and what better way to do that than with a $25 Apple gift card? And they're simple, easy gifts to give. You can do it online, but what's great is you can let the person buy what they want. And according to Apple's website, they don't do, like, Apple Store gift cards and then iTunes gift cards and App Store. Like, it's all just – you can use – this gift card everywhere so you can really get whatever you want with it but i i would highly recommend spending it on something like maybe fantastical which is a terrific application mm. um, i don't know if you can use it on subscription i feel like you could and if you can subscribe to drafts which is they're they're upping their price soon so they're going from 19.99 a year to 29.99 a year and let me tell you it's a steal at that price i use drafts every day and it is fantastic and i want to keep funding their development but yeah mm -hmm. you can you can get all sorts of things i actually just splurge ten dollars on things for ios just to to try it out and and to see oh how boy. i like it and i really love it and so i'm probably going to be investing in the mac and the ipad versions as well so th there you go get a gift card get some really good apps i've been tempted by things so many times but oh, i i'm a to-do app addict Same. and i know that i i shouldn't i should not but I definitely want to. My one complaint, it. and I'm hoping this gets fixed soon, is that Fantastical doesn't integrate with it. Mm. I really want Fantastic. I want to see the the to, the tasks in the widget in the Fantastical yeah. widget, so I don't need two separate widgets. But mm -hmm. that doesn't work yet. But still, Things is such a gorgeous app to begin with. I don't mind so much. It is very pretty. It yeah. always has been, in my opinion. It looks great. It really is. It's a it's it's a Mac app, and you know the iOS versions really look like iOS apps. They're really slick mm. and and beautiful. Very, very nice. Dave, what do you got? My uh, stocking stuffer or my little entry gift is a nice plant. Very nice. Now, why did I pick a nice plant? Uh, I found this study that said how having a plant around in your office could increase productivity by 15%. I couldn't get where they got the percentage why, why from, but I did that? find this. <laughs> well, their research showed that plants in the office significantly increase Things like workplace satisfaction uh, in surveyed workers, um, self-reported levels of concentration, and air quality. Interesting. So they try to look into uh, the reasons why plants are beneficial and suggest that um, plants in the office will increase employers' engagement and employees' engagement by making them more physically, cognitively, and emotionally involved in their work, 
when they have to take care of a pretty living plant. So go buy a cute little something that's going to survive wherever your, you know, your desk is situated, maybe near a window or away from window, get something that can tolerate shade. I have a little snake plant and those look, look like a tongue poking up and uh, I love it. It's fun. Very nice. I have a succulent on the window right behind the sink that I'm, I have a black thumb when it comes to plants and mm-hmm. most small animals. And I, for some reason, this little succulent, I bought it at Wegmans. It was probably an inch and a half tall when I bought it. It's mm. now about four inches tall, and it just keeps growing. It is the only thing I have yet to kill, and it's awesome. And and I spritz it every couple of days with a little mist of water, and it faces the sun. And I keep having to turn it because it keeps leaning one way toward the sun. And so, it's, But it's this nice little plant that I, I'm proud of myself for not killing yet. But it's right, funny. and it makes you feel happy to see it. Yeah, and and you and I were talking before we recorded, and um, I was mentioning how I have been on these subreddits and on Instagram down this these clean desk and and setup oriented accounts where it's like this massive spance of desktop with a yeah. big curved monitor and a, uh, a mechanical keyboard and all this. And what's funny is a lot of the the setups have little plants on the desk, and that must be part of the reason why. They look nice. They make you feel nice. They make you feel more productive. So, yeah, I think I will invest in a nice desk plant soon. Yeah, and get a little pot that you really like, too, because you'll feel happy looking at that as well. Yeah, I saw some nice bamboo ones that that looked really interesting. They spark joy. They do. That does spark joy. All right. Great. So Let's move along. The gift train. Yep. So on the next tier price point i have the grove made merino wool desk pad and i put this on here i don't have it yet but my in-laws asked what i wanted and this is what i told them so uh this has been on my christmas list for about six months and what it is is it's a basic desk pad it goes under your keyboard and mouse and it comes in different sizes the one i want is the small for 50 dollars, and it really is big enough to fit just your keyboard and your mouse but it's made of this rollable, crushable merino wool, and it comes in a light and dark shade. And it's just a really pretty little adornment for your desk. It has a little leather tab on one side to uh, with the Grove Made name on it. But yeah, Grove Made makes makes some really nice items for your desk. They make and they even make, I believe, desks or desktop accessories like shelving units and and drawers and things. They make leather pads. They make keyboard cases. They make docks for your magnetic chargers for your new iPhone or your Apple Watch. So they have a whole suite of products that they they uh, sell, but the one I really want is this wool felt desk pad. Very nice. That sounds great. Yeah. I've been thinking about desk pads lately because they do they do look pretty nice. Yeah, I want the really... I, I, I opted for the light one because I want that ju- um, juxtaposition of color between my <laughs> uh, my Keychron keyboard and then this light wool. So Look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah. Uh, my next item is kind of cute and kind of useful. It is a little mini desk calendar um, that you can pop onto your desk. Now, I know we were just talking about Fantastic Cal and other digital solutions, but sometimes I simply want to know the date. Mm. Um, and I like to just, in a s- second, glance down and see, oh, uh, you know, it's the 10th. Uh, I <laughs> like that a whole lot. I found one on Etsy that will have a link in the show notes. Um, it's just really cute. I love the art on it. It's just a little block of wood, maybe four inches long. And there's a little card for each month. And the card features a decoration on the left-hand side, sort of an abstract type of thing. And then just a month, the days and numbers uh, to the right of that. 
And uh, it's great. It looks pretty. Um, it's, you know, nice looking. And again, I can simply glance down, uh, see the day and the number, and uh, I'm good to go. Yes, I can look up in my toolbar and see the date as well. And if you pay for Fantastical, you will get the number in the toolbar for there as well. But I like having this pretty thing to look at. I think it is underestimated to just own things that are nice simply because they are nice. I have yes. this little pencil sharpener, and this isn't one of my recommendations, though it could be if I wanted it to, but I'll hold it up to the camera here. It's called oh, the Hubble, see. and it's made by this company called Maker's Cabinet, and it's mm -hmm. a brass pencil plane. It's a sharpener that looks like a wood plane, and so mm. you're planing the wood off of your pencil as, as you sharpen it. It's finicky, it's difficult to use, and I absolutely adore it because it just looks <laughs> beautiful. And I do like putting that little bit of extra effort. I mean, you're not going to get the clean kind of pencil point that you would shoving it into a, a Phillips sharpener or something like that. But yeah, it really it's it's a nice object. And I really enjoy that. And I think that that kind of thing is underestimated in this era of it needs to spark joy and it needs to be functional and, and it needs to be useful. No, I just like enjoying the, I, I like having nice things to look at. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I, I totally agree. Especially so, if you're going to be in your workspace so much, it should it should be nice to be there. Exactly. My my next pick is something that I've had for a while, and I think if you are going to get this for someone, uh, they you need to know them a little bit to to get to see if they would really want this. But I'm going to recommend the Keychron mechanical keyboard, and there Ooh. are many different models to choose from. The one I had is the K2, and that retails between eighty nine and ninety dollars. And then they have this new K4 version that's $70. So you really need to know exactly what it is they want. The K4 looks like it has the um, the, the number pad on the side. The one I have is a, a much smaller version. No number pad. Uh, it's just basic QWERTY keyboard with function rows at the top. But it's clacky. I love the sound of it. It's fun to type on. I, I love you know go, getting into a, a groove and just hearing... It sounds like a typewriter. And so I went with the blue switches... I wanted the really extra clacky ones, but I think yes. if you're going to get this as a gift for someone, opt for the browns. The browns seem to be the best of both worlds. They give you a little bit of clack, but they're not as loud as the blue switches. So mm -hmm. that is my next recommendation, the Keychron Mechanical Keyboard. It's Bluetooth. It comes with a braided USB cable uh, that gives you... Uh, you can it charges over that, but you can also use it while it's plugged in, which is really nice. And it has little feet on the back, so you can tip it up at, at an angle if you need to, two different angles. So it's it's a really nice, beautiful keyboard. A little behind the scenes, uh, dear listener, I have the same keyboard, and I opted for the brown switches, which are sort of medium clack. And um, whenever I'm typing on it, Harry says, are you typing on your keyboard? <laughs> so, Harry, imagine if I had blue. Your ears would just be shattered oh, whenever yeah. I was typing on it's this. It's just thing. gunshots at that point. <laughs> Dave, are you typing on the keyboard? Gee, can you tell? You can hear it <laughs> all the way in New Jersey. Yep. Harry, I'm going to cheat uh -oh. because this one is going to be a twofer. Okay. So there's a couple things that I, uh, I I bundled together here. This is like when you get the two gifts wrapped up in one big ribbon. Uh, the first is uh, the Launch Term 1917 uh, notebook. Hmm. Now, you know, I have my Baron Fig, and I absolutely love it. I love the different size and shape. I got that funky pumpkin orange. Yeah. Not to show off, but it's gorgeous, and I love it. Uh, the Launch Term is, if I would recommend, if you are into bullet journaling and you want to do it, like, to the book, you know, uh, you can buy uh term makes a notebook that is preset up as a bullet journal. Um, they have like the, 
you know, stuff in the front, the stuff in the back, the pages are numbered. Um, so it's all good to go. I think that's the, the deal, the arrangement they made that they produce sort of the official one. So if you want to uh, embrace bullet journaling to the letter, uh, grab yourself a Leuchtturm and have a good time. Now, as we've said, you can buy a 99 cent spiral bound notebook from the drugstore and bullet journal successfully. But if you want to splurge a little bit or you want to treat that person on your list to an official bullet journal notebook, uh, go and grab the Leuchtturm. The second one in my little bundle is a nice lap desk. Uh, this one is by Lap Gear, and we're going to have a link in the show notes, of course. We've talked about having your workspace, right, Harry? Uh, if you have a, a room with a door, great. If you have a table where you typically work, great. And it's very, very nice to have that reliable location um, for several reasons. It sort of lets the people you live with know, I'm working now. It also lets your mind know um, we're sitting down to work. So it sort of gets you in that mode more easily when you're looking at the same your environment sort of becomes the cue, the prompt to work, right? But sometimes you are at home and you want to take a break. Perhaps you want to work in a different room or you want to work on the deck of the back of the house, a place where there isn't a table for you to set up. And so I say grab one of these great little lap desks, put it on your lap, with the cushy side down and the flat side up, and put your computer right on top of it. The This one from Lap Gear is super cool because there's actually a little slot for your phone to sit in. There's a little strap uh, over the left-hand corner where you can stick papers or maybe a pencil or something and still plenty of room for your laptop. Um, they're, they're great. So if you want to change locations without giving up too much of what you find cozy at your desk, uh, consider a lap desk. Very nice. There was one I had seen recently that... You, you can use it in bed, but it also was arranged in such a way it had, instead of like the beanbag chair underneath it that sits in your lap, it's got feet on it, so it straddles you. And it looked, oh. you could also use it as sort of a makeshift standing desk, which I kind of liked. So I was looking at something like that. It tips the, the laptop, if you're in bed, it tips it up towards you, and it's got a rubber bottle, a, a rubber desktop on it, so it's some stuff doesn't slide off of it. And it's got oh, a little drawer cool. on it. That, yeah, it looked really cool. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to look at that too. Very, very nice. All right, we're getting up there, Harry. Get out your credit card. What's next? Okay, so this is something also I don't have yet, but it is on my list. Uh, this is – and I've been – I can recommend this because I've been doing a ton of research, and this seems to be the one that everyone recommends. Uh, I've been doing some research for several months because I want to re renovate my office in terms of, like, what's inside it and how my desk is set up. Mm -hmm. So I'm recommending the Autonomous.ai Smart Desk 2 Home Office. And what this is, is a it's a smart desk. It's a sit-stand desk. So it has a little control pad underneath it to adjust it to one of four different height settings. And, oh, my gosh. Yep. And it's it's self it's, it's assembly required on your part, self-assembly. But it's pretty easy to put together, it looks like. It's two legs with the desktop on top. And what's great is you can get it customized how you want it. They have different materials for the top, like walnut. Um, white oak, bamboo, there's a black matte finish, there's a green matte finish, which is kind of interesting. And so I if I were gonna do it, I would do walnut with the black legs. But it's they're they're for smart desks, they're actually not too bad. They retail normally for four seventy nine, though there's a sale going on right now. They're three hundred and seventy nine dollars. And for a oh. smart yeah, for a smart desk, that's actually pretty reasonable. The other ones I've been seeing have been up closer to a thousand. And this is if you're gonna if you're just getting into the smart desk territory, this is probably where I would start, and this is where I would start personally. And they have yeah. pre-drilled holes for wire keeping, 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You can also um get there are uh what do you call it like um wire storage for underneath that you can put on you can put on it and and mm-hmm. little runners that you can put on. So there there are different ways to customize it. There are different accessories you can buy from the website. So autonomous.ai is the website and I'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, the Smart Desk 2 home office. They also make L-shaped smart uh, sit-stand desks that are enormous, but the the whole L lifts with you. And there oh, are geez. yeah, and there are enterprise versions as well that are a little bigger than the home office one. So if you're in a, if you're in a if you work in an office and your boss is like ah, we need to outfit all new desks for the cubicles, they make ones that are a little wider so you can fit more stuff on them. So yeah, highly recommend. You can run over and say, "I got the solution, boss." Yep. Yeah, so the home office ones measure 53 inches by 29 inches. That's their their classic. And then it looks like there is a um, another size that's 70.5 inches by 30 inches. That's their XL classic. Mm, nice. Very, very nice. And you hit the button, it goes up, and then comes back down. Yep. Yeah, that the, is the, very, very The larger one's a little more expensive. So normally it would retail for $6.19. It's on sale for $5.19. But still, that's not bad for, for a, a large, smart standing desk. Very nice. Uh, next coming up on my list is something that hopefully will help you uh, get work done if you're in a noisy house, uh, whether with housemates or noise coming outside, coming in, uh, that kind of thing. This is the uh, Electrofan uh, white noise machine. Hmm. So we've talked about things like um, listening to music while you work. We talked about confitivity. Um, dark noise. We talked about dark noise, yep. The uh, Chill Hop uh, channel on YouTube. Uh, this is just a big old honking white noise machine. It looks like something you could use to bludgeon an intruder to death. It is large. <laughs> but I love to have white noise in the background. I use it when I go to sleep. And I certainly listen to the things we've listed earlier um, when I'm working. So this has just a couple different sounds you can pick from. Not a whole heck of a lot. Um, there's a volume slider. And of course, um, it's big, but it's not ugly. It looks kind of pretty. You can plop it on down and uh, get to work with your nice relaxation noise in the background. Also, let's say you are in the house or in your apartment where there are others around and you need to take a phone call and you want a little privacy. Just flick it on and uh, put it outside the door, outside your work environment, and you can talk away assured that no one's going to hear what you are saying to the person on your phone call. Very nice. That's something I got to look into is getting a real white noise machine. My my wife likes to listen to something on the laptop when she goes to sleep at night. And yeah. I, for me, it keeps me up. I can't have something on that I can actually listen to. It's sort of like when if you're a writer and you're writing with song that has lyrics in it, you can't, yes. you can't get your writing done because you're so focused on the lyrics coming out of the speaker. So yes, it's entirely too distracting. It's way too distracting. I feel the same way when a, when a TV show is on at night or a movie or something. So a, a white noise machine <clears throat> would work really well. Conversely, I've done the thing where I've tried to listen to a thunderstorm at night, and the problem is some apps are very poorly looped, and so I can always pinpoint where the yes. loop starts and stops. And that will keep me up at night because I can hear the rhythm. I can hear hear it repeating. Yes, that completely ruins it. Completely ruins it. Years ago, I'm not going to remember, there was one of those apps I used on my phone and I loved it. And I tend to lean towards the, the white noise sound. So if there's like a beach or a thunderstorm, I'll always skip that and scroll down to find like, um, uh, you know, oscillating fan or uh, clothes dryer or whatever. And there was one that was clothes dryer that I really liked. Um, but the, 
end of the loop was patently obvious and I became very aware of it, but I mm. liked the in-between so much. And this app would let you sort of, they call it designing a sound. It's basically playing more than one sound simultaneously. And I found that if I played, if I made a sound where the clothes dryer was at like half volume and this oscillating fan was a little higher than half volume, then I would still hear the dryer, but the fan made the loop it, invisible. It would cover, yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah, that's what you have to do. Oh, that's so frustrating. <laughs> it's really frustrating. So it was a little trial and error, but eventually I got it just perfect and I slept like a log. Nice. My my final gift is probably mm. the, the coup de grace, the the, the the piece de resistance. And it is mm. the and this one I, I have been using. It is the M one MacBook Air. This oh. is for someone you must really love to get them this as a gift. If you, yes. have, if you have a spouse who's been living on a seven-year-old laptop and they need, they've been looking for the next big thing or, or just wanting to upgrade, or if you have a kid who's going off to college uh, next year or who needs to upgrade their, their machine for school for digital learning, the M1 MacBook Air has been phenomenal, except for one thing that I'll get into in a second, but it's not a deal breaker. Mm. But it is fast. Apps barely bounce in the dock when I launch them. I can run multiple things at once without any lag. The rendering when I export the the show each week now it used to take me on my old laptop it would take out of descript probably about 20 minutes to export the final file this does it in about five uh if that wow. it's really phenomenal and I know that other other apps can like GarageBand and, and stuff can work faster like audacity applying the noise can't the noise reduction feature on my old laptop used to take probably a minute and a half depending on the size of the show, maybe two to mm -hmm. three minutes. This does it in about five seconds. I mean, it's it's blazingly fast. That um, is crazy. The prices are the same as they were back on the Intel days, so they're $9.99 and then I think $11.99 or $12.99 for the 16 gigs of RAM. The Don't let the RAM numbers fool you. This is, The architecture is so much different from Intel. It's You're not equating it apples to apples. You're, you're mm -hmm. not going to get 32 or 64 gigs of RAM on Intel that matches... 32 to 64 gigs on on m1 it's completely different thing so i'm running the 16 gigs on mine though i've heard the 8 gigs is perfectly adequate for most people um, mm. it doesn't get hot it does if you are running a certain thing like if you're exporting a video that takes longer than 10 minutes you might notice that it throttles a little bit but there's no fan inside so there's no noise or anything like that but it is so fast and just such a joy to use it's also like 10 percent smaller than my old laptop because they thin the bezels out so mm. it's a much smaller footprint than my old 13-inch MacBook Air. Um, so I, I highly recommend it. I got it in the space gray. It's beautiful. It's got a retina screen. So that is my choice, my recommendation. The caveat that I found, so we use Skype, and I use Ecamm Skype Call Recorder to record the show every week. And mm -hmm. it, a lot of those kinds of apps, the plugins that you use for audio stuff, don't quite work yet. They need to be updated. It's mm -hmm. happening every day, every couple of days. There's a new app that's been updated for Apple Silicon. Unfortunately, it's not one of those things that can run in Rosetta 2, which is the the sort of emulator that will run mm -hmm. Intel software, um, which I've also noticed is running incredibly fast. But unfortunately, Ecamm is just one of those apps that falls outside of those bounds, so I have to wait for them to update it. So I'm recording this on my old laptop right now, but I edit everything on the new one. Um, but mm -hmm. it is... Aside from that, and I know that'll get fixed eventually and probably yeah. pretty soon. Aside from that, I have no complaints. The battery life is amazing. I, I go an entire day without even draining down to, to 20%. I mean, I literally go 12 hours and I don't have to worry about charging it. It's wild. That's crazy. 
Uh, all right, my final item is a desk, though so not as cool as yours. <laughs> so I've had the same IKEA desk for at least 10 years, and it is a battleship. I like these large desks because I have this weird hang-up. So sometimes when you're at someone's desk, you see the computer is very close to where they sit. So they have like their wrists on the desk and the rest of their arms sort of hang dangling off into space. Um, that drives me bonkers. I have to have like from my elbow up on the table or I'm just uncomfortable. So I have this humongous desk where my computer can be pushed way back to the under end and I can sit very comfortably with lots of room to the left and right for my junk. Um, the closest I can find uh, still available on the Ikea site is the Becknat or Becant. I think it's Becant or Becant. I guess that's where you put the accent. It's about 230 uh, US dollars. It has a black top, which is what I have here. Um, I love the black top because if you ever get a little scratch, um, I just take a black Sharpie and fill it in real quick and you don't even know it's there. Um, so it's not, it doesn't go up and down and do cool stuff, but it's big. It's spacious. It's just a slab of press board. You know, and you can put whatever you on it, whatever you want on it. You can knock it around. Like I said, this desk is a decade old, and aside from a few scratches uh, that I covered up with a sharpie, um, it looks and performs great. So if you're looking for something to uh, again splurge on for yourself or for your loved one, go get them a big old desk. Very nice. I'm looking on the website now. That's a nice, just simple, clean little L-shaped desk. That's really nice. Yeah, it's a big old box, awesome. <laughs> and I love it. Well, that should do it for our 2020 holiday gift guide. Uh, Dave, What? how do we want to wrap it up? Where? What are our favorite links to share with the people? Our favorite links to share go on a tree, specifically a link tree. That's right. Uh, I've got the link tree, and you can sign me over at slash Dave Killer, where you can find all of my good stuff. Um, <clears throat> if you are into Dungeons & Dragons and role-playing games and all that good stuff, uh, I also run tabletophero.net, uh, which is your library for characters encounters and adventures uh, for Dungeons and dragons fifth edition go and check it out harry what have you got same you can find me at linktr.ee slash hc marks you'll find links to my book my other podcasts my blogs my newsletter which i'm hoping to get back up and running pretty soon it's just it's mm. been so crazy with the holidays i haven't i've sort of lost touch with it so that's me and you can find the show notes for this episode at five by five dot tv slash homework slash two five five and hey, if you want to hang out with us and other like-minded listeners, you can join the Homework Discord. That's right. Um, typically, we are in Discord as we record this show, so you can hear it several days before it comes out. Um, Chit-chat with us, ask questions, and um, sometimes we even chat with listeners during recording. So go and hang out. There is a link. Let's put a link to that where? We should put it like on the Twitter or some permanent location like that so people can find it. But it's always in the show notes. It is in the show notes. We'll put we'll pin it to the the top of the Twitter feed too. So if you follow us at, on Twitter at uh, Homework Podcast, well you'll find it there as well. Very very good. Happy shopping. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Uh, and until then, go get some work done. Bye. Bye.